Welcome to the Create It with Katrina Julia show by Fit Life Creation, where we talk all the things on faith, wellness, marketing, business, and travel, so you create a life and business you love. I understand the struggle. I've transformed every area of life, from fear to faith, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, and bondage to freedom, including transitioning from over seven industries and more. You will learn all the things to create, transform, and inspire a life and business you love. So let's create it. Welcome to the Divine Disciplined Diva or Dude, depending on who is listening. This episode has been weeks or if not months in the making as I have been divinely downloading this. And if you haven't yet tuned into my phrase for the year and words for the year episode, then I highly recommend you do after this one because I really dive deep into words for the year and how this year my phrase is, I am divinely disciplined, which came to me probably in about September or so of last year. So what I have been divinely downloading the last uh, several weeks, if not months, is who or what is someone that is divinely disciplined and this continues to evolve and i did an update on this the end of january or february on the show as well and reflections of being divinely disciplined on the show so you can also tune into that but in essence it is a woman and or a man who co-creates a limitless life in every way and the key, I'll be sharing the key components as well as the seven steps and breaking down both spiritual, mental, and practical elements. And there is no accident, friends, that this is also on the eve of Good Friday, of what I like to call as Silent Saturday and Easter Sunday, and how I was aligned to release this episode. And it may be an update coming up on the blog and on my YouTube series as well. And if you love these episodes on faith, you may also love one of my most popular episodes in 2020 on the blog and on the show, A Prayer for Our World, and my binge-worthy series, The Warrior Woman of Faith. And of course, you can apply that no matter, you know, how you identify, you know, as a human and earlier this year on the show and on the blog as well. So as I was listening to several things this morning, and I'll share more about that and also uh, just reflecting on different things, I decided I was going to outline this episode in terms of key components and seven steps and what the key components look like and what that what's coming to me is in essence you know as you think about being or becoming a divine disciplined diva and or dude they include faith freedom humility, gratitude, gifts, value, and community. And let me share on these seven components before we dive into the seven steps and what that looks like on spiritual and practical levels so that it gives you a clear framework framework and approach. So a someone that is divinely disciplined lives a life that is progressive, it is never perfect or it may be perfect in the moment or we may feel like things are flowing perfectly in the moment but this human journey is absolutely progressive towards our potential and living in this way and living and, and co-creating a limitless life absolutely will stretch you and cause me and cause us to progress and it definitely has in my journey as you will hear in faith 
in freedom and let me touch on freedom. So freedom absolutely ties to, for me, what I've learned is freedom in every way. And as I look back on my transformation, the last, you know, seven plus years, this ties into freedom, you know, in faith, in expression, in time, in location, in community, and in financial freedom. And I, like you, am a work in progress. This being a divinely disciplined human also ties into humility. So recognizing your value and your worth as what I like to talk about as a, you know, queen or a king and knowing that about yourself, but humility also recognizes there is more to learn. There is, there is ways that I am and we are still getting wisdom. Like one of my prayers consistently is for supernatural strategies and to get wisdom and humility ties into having value and recognizing, you know, that you are a valuable human, but also that we have things to learn. So for example, when I see in, and you'll hear this in different sections in the seven steps, that my life yet is not reflecting yet in finances or in relationships, what I deeply desire, well then clearly I have some misaligned beliefs or thoughts or actions that, you know, I get to transform. And when I look at, you know, existing transformations that I'm walking in, like in, uh, for example, in my physical life and having lost 55 plus pounds, clearly that once involved a process of realignment or transformation, right? And then all along the way, one of the, the most critical components that I've learned is gratitude. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Recognizing perhaps the pain or the pain to purpose in an area and the growth, but being grateful for the journey. I and we all woke up with so many things to be grateful for. For example, I woke up, you know, over an hour earlier today. I got to tune into, you know, two messages that I love. I woke up healthy. I woke up with the ability to speak. I woke up with an apartment. I woke up with a bed. You know, I woke up with countless opportunities today. I woke up with the ability to co-create countless opportunities as I'm walking in purpose. Value, recognizing both the value in myself and those around me and in the life that I'm living. And also when I think about gifts, I think about gifts of the spirit. I think about the gifts to encourage. I think about the gifts to serve. Like all of those are also gifts. And then community. A, a woman that is divinely disciplined, a divinely disciplined diva, or a divinely disciplined diva will also recognize that there are moments or times or projects that I am co-creating alone, but there are also times where I am co-creating with community and or desire community for encouragement, for accountability, for all the above. So you will definitely hear me talk about in this episode and countless others, self and group accountability. Speaking of, if you haven't tuned into my series of 75 plus tools and resources to create a life and business you love, you definitely want to check that out on the show and on my blog with all the links hyperlinked. And then you're going to hear about create it monthly as well, where we dive in so many different ways to create it like a boss. And you can find all this via the bit.ly, uh, via my Instagram at Katrina Julia fit and or bit.ly backslash create it like a boss. And you will see the 75 tools there. So let's get into the seven steps. So what are the seven steps to success, Katrina? I'm so glad you asked. They include spiritual, mental, emotional, relational, playful, physical, and financial. And whether we are aware of it or not, we are aligning from the inside out for these areas of our life every single day. So I divinely downloaded these seven steps back in 2016 as I was preparing content 
for my retreat in Costa Rica. Speaking of retreats, if you are itching to fly away and create with community, definitely check out my Nicaragua retreat and other retreats, depending on when you are listening to this via the link in bio as well. And the link I mentioned, create it like a boss. So first spiritual spiritual involves aligning to, for me, to God, to Jesus and the Holy spirit. And depending on what your beliefs are, this may be something different. And I, love you no matter what. And I encourage you to stick around because I promise you, I share all this with love and you are going to get so much from spiritual and practical elements. And no matter where you are in your journey, I definitely relate because I grew up with a mom who is Catholic and a dad who does not believe in a higher power yet, as far as, you know, as far as God or anything else. So I definitely relate. And for years, and I share this on countless episodes and content, I was absolutely double-minded and straddling the fence and double-minded can mean a number of things because if you say you have faith, but then you doubt or insecure or misalign your actions, well, that's also an example of being double-minded and not living fully aligned. And one of my favorite verses that I want to highlight in spiritual is 1 John 4, 8, perfect love drives out all fear. Wait, did I just misquote that verse? Hold on just a second because something's tuning into me. Ah, no, it's right. Okay. So, uh, because earlier I confused a verse in a scripture. So, uh, perfect love drives out all fear is, oh, actually, no. First John, I did misquote it, but I, obviously I needed to share this with you too. Whoever does not, so I feel like this is for everyone. Whoever does not love God, I'm sorry, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Um, the one that I initially was meant to share, perfect love drives out all fear, is 1 John 4, 18. So I left off the one, but clearly I was meant to share that either way with you. So 1 John 4, 18, I always remember perfect love drives out all fear because that is that is like a quick uh, summary or snapshot of the verse to remember it uh, and depends on the version. Like some of that, um, some versions literally start with that. Like the NIV is there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Um, and when I speak about versions, I'm speaking up about versions of the Bible for those of you that may not know. So this is my life verse. So when I think about a divine disciplined diva or a divinely disciplined diva, or that I am divinely disciplined, this aligns so great to my core belief and this scripture of perfect love driving out all fear because I am constantly wired to think about, okay, Katrina, are you living out anything? Or are you believing anything about fear in this area or in this action or, you know, in this and the way that you're showing up, whatever it is in order to be and live a limitless life and goes back to, you know, co-creating a limitless life in every single way. So you got a bonus of two focus points that obviously intentionally, unintentionally, I was meant to share. So as I think about my story and I'm sharing my bullet points of my story for you to reflect this in your own way. I realized about three to four years ago when I was going through therapy for the third time. So I went through therapy in college with a counselor. I went through therapy my first or second year in Atlanta, and I'll share more about that. And then I went through therapy and each time I've done it for a year straight to really, really dedicate the focus time. And then I went through therapy a third time for a year straight where I was really going diving deep with these themes and also walking into e and, and practicing EMDR, eye movement desensitization uh, therapy with a counselor with a faith-based focus. And what I realized as I was diving deep into my past and in my life is my transformation and my life has walked out through seven different themes. So the themes have been fear to faith, 
or are not have been, they are fear to faith, self-hate to love, devaluing to purity, corporate to calling, pain to purpose, lies to love and bondage to freedom. And in the link in the show notes, Beyond Create It Like a Boss, I share the transformation link for my story that you can read all about on the blog on a deeper level. And it's also on the show, but I can't tell you exactly what episode. So you'd have to go back into the show um, quite a bit likely to find it. So as I shared in the other component of the spiritual aspect and being divinely disciplined is really being a kingdom woman or a kingdom man. So it's interesting because in one of the communities, so I'll touch on community here as well, that I am in and have been in consistently since 2018 is Transformation Church. So the word for the year with Transformation Church is kingdom. So you can see how this also is supernaturally aligned with my phrase being, I am divinely disciplined. And, um, and a lot of what I'm talking about are all of that I'm talking about in different ways reflects to, as far as the intentionality and the focus to being a kingdom woman or a kingdom man and wearing that crown, you know, keeping that head up and being mindful of how you're showing up, you know, as the main character in your own life. And, um, you know, as Easter is on the horizon and the ultimate sacrifice, you know, that Jesus did, the teachings that Jesus gives on, you know, kingdom, kingdom living, the parable of the sower, the parable of the talents. So, you know, the kingdom of heaven is near so many different things of kingdom living and the parable of the sower. I love, I believe it's Matthew 13. Let me double check real quick. So I love the parable of the sower for several different reasons, because it talks about so many different spiritual elements within the parable. So it dives into first, um, the types of soil and it is Matthew 13. So it dives into the type of soil. Then the ending of the parable of the sower, which culminates into when you're planting on good soil, I definitely recommend whether you believe in God or not, like trust me, the parable of the sower, if you just Google Matthew 13, it will absolutely bless you in so many ways because it, it starts off with, you know, Jesus talking about he went out of the house and sat by the lake and there was large crowds. And then he tells them, you know, the farmer went out to sow a seed. So we can all relate to a farmer. We can all relate to a gardener. And then as he's scattering, some fell along the path and the birds came up and ate it. So when you think about when you're planting, are you planting on quote unquote rocky soil? Then, you know, and this obviously is tying into your mind and into your actions. Then there's other fell into shallow soil. So it didn't really plant. It didn't get a chance to grow. Um, and, and when the sun came up, it withered because it didn't have a root, you know, so that's maybe where our beliefs aren't firmly planted. Then another, which is my favorite is soil that fell on, fell on good soil or what I like to call great soil. And that's where it produced a crop 30, 60, a hundred fold right? So like I said, you know, no matter what you believe or don't believe that can absolutely relate to you. And then how do I live this out? So there's a lot of things that I do privately, whether it's prayer, whether it's listening to books, but then there's, you know, I talked about kingdom earlier and I've been devouring beyond the series that Transformation Church did this year. I've been devouring uh, wisdom on kingdom living and kingdom teachers, whether it's been, uh, Dr. Tony Evans has kingdom single kingdom woman, kingdom man. I've heard kingdom prayer. I've already listened this year to kingdom woman, to kingdom single, to kingdom prayer. And I'm going to absolutely listen to kingdom man and kingdom marriage because that is planting that wisdom in my brain. Then I went to a glory event recently by with Jackie Hill Perry and Lifeway Women with friends. And that I shared some on my Instagram. I just finished a Jude Bible study. So that's in my private quiet time, journaling and prayers and quiet time. And then I'm also an active community member of Live 
church in Atlanta with Pastor Mayo and Kai and have attended socials. Uh, recently went to one of their services live for the first time and I loved it and also went to some of their community groups. So that is some examples of both self and group accountability and both intentional action alone and with others as you think about being and becoming a divinely disciplined person or divinely disciplined human. So then let's get into mental. So when I think about mental, I think more and more about not simply intentionality, but alignment along the way, alignment from the inside out in my faith, in our feelings, in our focus. So one of my favorite verses that came to me when I was thinking about mental is Romans 12, 2 be transformed by the renewing of our minds so we may test and approve God's good, perfect, and pleasing will. And again, regardless of what you believe or don't believe, I think you will agree that if you are growing, you are consistently changing your thoughts because where if we see like i've learned that if i don't see something externally reflecting what i desire and living an abundant life then clearly something is off at the root and that goes back to like you know whether it's thinking in alignment with what our creator says about me or about us about with abundance living an abundant life john 10 10 and clearing anything that does not line up to having that abundant fruit on the external. Like one of the things that, that is in the Bible that talks about that, you know, you will be known by your fruit. And regardless, it, it, regardless of what you believe or don't believe, the alignment of our thoughts eventually shows up externally. And then vice versa, it's a great gut check to see, okay, what is my life showing externally? And what is that showing me showing me about my feelings and my faith and or my focus? And what am I, like where, what am I choosing to change? And then the other thing I wanna talk about, and I talked about this in my divine reflections earlier this year too, is the freedom to pause. So, so many times we are doing, 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 and we are not human doings. We are human beings. So sometimes mental is giving myself, giving yourself the permission to pause without apology. Whether you're pausing to pause for the day, whether you're pausing off social media, whether you're pausing to go to nature, whether you're pausing to get off email, Whatever it is, whether you're reshifting a launch, the freedom to pause, whether you're choosing not to show up in a community for that day because there's something else that is pulling you to focus your attention and your energy on for that day, there is giving yourself that freedom to be you, to live a life freely, like not always Yes, we're here to serve, but that does not mean serving as a slave to where you're always at the beck and call of someone else or another group of people and what their intention, mission, or vision is or their uh, motivations. Because keep in mind, it's being mindful that, you know, what is someone's motivation here with me? Or what is someone's motivation here in this? Or what is their mission or vision and does it align? And or is this the best timing for me today to be or do this? And a lot of different ways that I do this and shift my thinking is, and of course this overlaps into every single area when you think about the seven steps to success. And you know that's the same thing of being and becoming a divinely disciplined diva or dude or human. It's, you know, we also giving yourself the freedom to recognize that this, you know, it's a journey, it's progress. So journaling, I journal, you know, what am I thinking now? Then what am I choosing to think moving forward? So it's like, we're like onions. I'm always peeling away layers, right? Like as I, you know, believe as we shift, grow, transform, level up, however you want to, you know, approach or coin or give it language, it is a growth process. 
I'm still here on earth. Therefore, there is still more growth. There's more purpose. There's more living, you know, more limitless life. Another way that has deeply aligned to me over the last several years, and I practice it now daily, is tapping. Emotional freedom technique, and I'm going to talk about it more in the emotional section coming up. And then recently I was led to, so I always believe in, and as I've grown in my faith, I've absolutely have received increasing divine downloads or nudges, you know, intuition, depending on how you look at it. And I was recently led to a doctor or, or not doctor, but Catherine L. Taylor, who has an MA and MFCC, and she has an incredible book called The Inner Child Workbook. I'm over 30% into it now, and it has so many practical applications that are tied to healing our inner child, and it is tied in so many ways to scripture. I dove into the reviews, the content, and discerned, and it is clearing and helping me in so many ways. I went through the workbook already on the infant and so many things came up for me for inner healing. You can find the book on Amazon. So let's get into emotional now. So in emotional, I've learned to absolutely reflect and observe and honor my emotions and recognize where I am choosing to change them and or where I'm choosing to elevate them and or where there is deeper inner healing work to be done to clear certain emotions, especially when certain things keep coming up in certain situations or where I'm triggered. And that goes back to what I just talked about with the inner child workbook and also choosing to focus on the scripture, Philippians 4, 8, to focus on what is pure, lovely, just, and praiseworthy. Fundamentally, gratitude, contentment, tuning in and seeing like checking in with my mind, my spirit, my heart, my soul, my body on how I'm feeling. What are my feelings telling me? What is my body telling me? Our body is the vessel that we are given and gifted with here on earth. And it tells us so much when we tune in. So much. Like years ago, I used to run over my body. I used to run over my emotions. I used to run over so many things. And and you guys, scripture tells us, love the Lord your God with all your soul, might, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. The last word is so many times overlooked in the Christian community and being a disciple is don't overlook that. And I I think we'll all agree. Loving yourself helps you fill your cup and then give the overflow. And loving yourself helps you love well, love greatly, because when we don't love ourselves, then what ends up happening is we resent giving from an empty cup. And I know for years, whether when I, you know, was straddling the fence, double-minded, I would give and give and give and then resent because I was depleted. I was 55 plus pounds heavier. Like when I think about my story, you know, shifting from self-hate to love, being 55 plus pounds heavier seven years ago, drinking alcohol seven plus years. I haven't drank a drip of alcohol for seven plus years and have no desire to because it doesn't align with being and becoming my full potential. But if you would have told me 10 years ago those things, I would have told you you were crazy that I, if, that I would be, you know, walking in so much transformation because it is, you know, a moment in time, a decision, it is progression. If you would have told me, you know, 10 plus years ago that I would have chose to walk in purity, you know, not having sex before marriage, I would have also told you you were crazy. And that goes into boundaries, knowing yourself, choosing what works for you freely, unapologetically, no matter what people on the outside are going to say or think or judge you on. It's choosing the eternal and the internal over the external and the temporary. I just shared an Instagram post on this and then recognizing freely you know, and tuning into yourself, one of the things I created back in 2016 is a space creator that's also in my monthly programs. It's 
tuning into stuff, space, insanity to clear the space that are impacting you on emotional or mental or spiritual levels and clearing that and recognizing where you know, any friends, people, business, communities, actions are not aligning and choosing differently. Like I recently said no to one community that initially seemed to align really well, but then three, four actions showed me that they were not aligned really well, at least not at this moment. Then I'm gearing up to say no and step away from another community likely by June or sooner. And so journaling, quiet time, I often unplug and do sauna time like once every two weeks, if not more frequently, go to nature and bring my journal. Emotional freedom technique is what I talked about earlier that I have been diving deep in more and more and more and clearing emotions, aligned to thoughts and beliefs and affirmations and clearing neural pathways, clearing and changing my mind. If you are looking for an incredible program on a monthly basis that combines everything you need to create and scale a life and business you love, you are going to love what I created with Subkit on a monthly basis. But first, if you're tuning in for the first time, I want you to know a little bit more about me. And you can find the link in the show notes as well on Subkit and everything you want to know. So first, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur, athlete, traveler, creator, and CEO who has transformed every area of life from the inside out since 2010 and continues to. Shifting from fear to faith, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, pain to purpose, lies to love, and bondage to freedom. I've worked with 15,000 plus entrepreneurs online and live, traveled the world full-time 2020 through 2022, worked with brands like NBC, Airbnb, WeWork, Victoria's Secret, and aim to help over a million mission-based brands and entrepreneurs create and scale what they love with freedom. What does that mean? Imagine you having a clear roadmap and creating and scaling step-by-step to progress in your life with freedom, with wellness, with marketing, with business, with travel. Everything I walk through, everything that I share, everything that I've leveraged or make money from, I help you create it too. So it all matters, whether it's rising to be and doing one more thing on the hard days or working on projects like NBC Apprentice or Airbnb, it's all big and adds up. So I want to encourage you to hashtag create it now. And what does the program with Subkit look like? First, when you click the link in the show notes, create it like a boss, you will see on the second link, the monthly create it. And one of the betas that I'm running right now is an intro deal on $44 a month, which is basically less than a smoothie bowl or a trip to Starbucks per month. And you will get to create it with exclusive access and discounts, updates on the 75 plus tools every single month. That means all the tools that I'm testing, whether it's something like Subkit or the new tools that I'm 10Xing my social media automatically across platforms, new created creations that I'm beta testing and I want your feedback, an exclusive newsletter for you getting started and updates to the seven day online challenge that covers wellness, wealth, business, and travel. If you want a plus experience, you get all of that plus the created summit quarter every single quarter that includes over 50 plus courses to take a even deeper dive plus a vision workshop to really align to your goals from the inside out, updated every single quarter, and a group session with me on a specific theme from jumpstart to transformation to unleashing inspiration to money matters, to smart social media, to crazy confidence. So a brand new theme every single month and you get access to all the replays. Then if you want a VIP experience, you can get all the above plus guaranteed features, lives and co-launches one per quarter and one-on-one -on -one sessions that I will do with my VIPs every single month. 
At the bottom of that page on the Create It Monthly, you will see incredible content as well, like the subkit feature on Get to Know Me, my faith series, freebies, how to find over $500,000 daily in opportunities, global retreats, insights into my almost two years of full-time travel, seven steps to build a presence online, and the Lifestyle Brand Like a Boss course coming in June and a lot more. So can't wait to see you on the inside and let's create it. So let's get physical now. So I talked a bit about physical already throughout you know, the episode, but I really wanted to dive deep in this step. So honor. So honoring our vessel, honoring our body, honoring that this is what we have to carry out our great work in the world, right? And thinking about you know what that means and thinking about what that looks like. So part of my backstory with, you know, physical and fitness and different things is, for example, you know, I've trained with five plus trainers. I've done three plus fitness shows. I've done countless fitness model photo shoots. I've done three plus triathlons. I did two century rides in Tahoe when I was 55 plus pounds heavier as some examples and highlights. And as I really started to get closer to our creator and dive into and think about, you know, that this vessel, this body is the, you know, it's what is carrying me throughout this life to fulfill purpose, to fulfill potential, to serve people. The more intentional and mindful I became of really honoring that and when I, and honoring my body. And when I think about that, the scripture that really started to come to me back in 2011 is first Corinthians six, 19 through 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. It's a form of honoring and of being able to practically live out and have the energy to think well. So everything I talked about earlier, spiritual, mental, emotional, and then coming up, relational, financial, playful, of course is impacted by physical. Like that's why, yes, these are seven steps to success as I, you know, think about being, you know, and, and share about being a divinely disciplined diva. But at the same time, they're all integrated. They're all interwoven. They all overlap. So, you know, years ago when I would overrun my body, I would go all day without eating. I would force, I would be frustrated. I wouldn't make the time to eat. I wouldn't make the time necessarily to, so yes, clearly I made some time to work out, but then I would work out, but not fuel my body properly. Versus now, you know, besides what I shared, you know, especially, you know, in 2011 and then in 2014, 2013 was really when three pivotal moments happened. Actually, 2011. So getting closer to our creator, choosing purity uh, before marriage, and then having my one of my best friends get sick with cancer and pass away, which I talked about in the episode on how stories matter earlier this year on the show. And you can really, really dive in, you know, to that and how stories help you sell and just so much more on being authentic. And, you know, as I walk through that, and then in 2013, like that progression from 2011 to 2013, in 2013, you know, I ended the year getting really, really focused on being consistent on a three-month program through bodybuilding.com and deciding to walk into a lifelong dream of competing and inspiring through fitness. And when I say competing, I mean fitness shows. I aligned in 2013 as well to Herbalife Nutrition. It's the number one global nutritional brand that has absolutely helped me transform lose the 55 plus pounds and is integrated in all of our online and live experiences in various ways, whether that's in transformation toolkits or taste tests or healthy happy hours, etc. And you know, through that, as I ended that year and walked in 20, 
14 with the intentionality that I was going to compete, that was when I aligned to team edge, you know, started training, you know, six plus times a week in strength and so much more and literally cried you guys when I saw my before and after with my first photo, my first fitness model photo shoot with Brett Seeley. Like literally I was woken up. I remember, like, I remember going to the show, um, in Vegas. So from the boardroom to the bikinis, I talk about all that on that episode on the show and, you know, having such an amazing time. But then I remember during the photo shoot thinking like, oh my God, I hope I look okay. I hope these are great. And then a couple of days later, when I was back in Atlanta, I was literally prompted by my spirit to wake up at like 4am, check my email, which literally like never happens at 4am and found the link to my pictures from Brett and the, pho the photographer. And you guys, I bawled like a baby because I know it sounds crazy, but literally until I saw those pictures, I did not see that woman when I looked in the mirror. Because sometimes our minds need time to catch up with our hearts and our spirits in whatever area of life. And then later when I did a second photo shoot, um, about seven months later with Brett and his team, I hugged him just out of gratitude because I was like, oh my God, like your gifting is so amazing. And so as I've continued to evolve in my physical journey, part of that has been very, very intentional, not just in the physical and mental and spiritual transformation as I've shared, but also being mindful of not making aligning and desiring and being limitless, but not making any one thing my God. So for example, I recognized in the fitness industry how so many women can easily get caught up in the external and the subjective and, and myself included, knowing that in the past there was so much, you know, fear or wounding or healing that had to happen and seeing myself as valuable, period. And then also recognizing the investment and the subjectivity of judges, you know, in competing and in the industry and just so many things, I made the very conscious and aware, and aware decision to say, well, wait a minute, I do want to compete. I do want to grow in this sport. I do want to grow in this, but I don't want to make this my God. So let me make this very intentional and initially set the tone to compete about once a year. And I did that 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18. Wait, 20, yes, 2014 through 2018. So you can see tons of photos on my website um, via the bit.ly and also katrinajulia.com and so many things on my Instagram and Facebook. But then 2019, I was shifting in different ways and areas of the business and I was planning to compete in 2020, but then, well, the pandemic happened. And then I chose and decided to travel the world. But at the same time, you guys, I still stayed very, very healthy. I still made aligned health choices with food. I still continued to not drink alcohol. I still worked out as I traveled the world using my own workouts, our Peloton, and wellness is absolutely included in all my programs with workouts and tips and tools and tech as well. And then the one thing I also want to share with you guys is that the fundamental mindset and approach that in the year and a half from 2013 to 2014, when I lost the 55 pounds and finally kept it off because for years I had been yo-yoing because I would attach it to something external in the sense of, oh, I have this reunion coming up. Oh, I have this event coming up. Oh, it's New Year's, whatever it was, right? But when I finally got it, I realized, no, this is a lifestyle. Uh, this is a choice that I'm going to live out for the rest of my life. So no matter what it takes to get to my best state and continue to be and become my best state and evolve that. And I want to be an example of what's possible for transformation of insp and inspiration. So when I finally did it over that year and a half and kept that weight off and continue to transform my body, it was literally as simple as adopting the mindset of changing and replacing one to two habits every single month. For example, month one, drinking more water. Month two, stop eating a whole jar of peanut butter and change it to PB2. These are literal true stories in my life, you guys. Like I used to devour a whole jar of peanut butter once a month. I used to buy Reese's Pieces like cups and eat a whole bag in one sitting. 
clearly that was aligned to different triggers or stuff that needed to be healed. And so what does physical look like now? It's like I shared using tips, tools, and tech like Peloton, like Herbalife, like meal prep, like uh, meal services, like Blue Apron. It's being very intentional on both strength and slow in my physical life, right? It's eating every three hours. And what do I mean by strength and slow? That's working out in strength workouts four to seven times a week, but that's also doing breath work and stretching and yoga and sauna time and walks to the park and nature and deciding later this year and likely in July, I'm going to get a dog, which obviously is going to impact emotional, mental, spiritual, all the above. Okay. And I would love to hear how you're applying any of this and definitely tag me at Katrina Julia fit at fit life creation on Instagram and all the things. Now let's walk into relational all the above that we've walked through in this divine discipline diva episode will absolutely of course impact how you show up in you know in your spirit in your energy to the world whether that's recording a podcast episode whether that's showing up live in a community like i did recently with atl rising women so the verse that really speaks to me on this is john 3 8 The spirit blows as it wishes, you hear its sound, nor neither know where it comes from, nor where it's going. So the underlying theme of this verse is freedom. Freedom to be you and freedom to allow others to show up how they're going to show up in your life and or how they're going to grow and or how you're gonna mutually grow together. Like one of the ways that I've heard this, you know, put for years is, you know, people are in your life for a reason, season, and or lifetime. And we don't always know that right away. So for example, that goes to family and, you know, being a good, you know, woman, being a great daughter, you know, being, being and becoming a better daughter, you know, a better friend, a better leader, a better business owner. That goes into, you know, one of the things is, you know, becoming the best multi-passionate entrepreneur, creator, and CEO I may become. That is one of my driving focuses, right? Um, That is also ties into, you know, in the future, being, you know, setting the foundation now for the future me that wants to be the best wife, the best mom I may be. You know, friends that have impacted me through my life that were there for reasons, seasons, and our lifetime, you know, have included friends like Isabel, Janelle, Angela. I talked about Janelle earlier. She's my angel in heaven, Lindsay, Silvana, Mirella. And then also moving back to Atlanta, you know, in 2022, radically shifted because I was different, you know, after the pandemic, after two years of full time travel. Definitely listen to all my episodes on travel and lessons learned from travel and my top 10 guides, you know, my retreats, so many different things. And moving back to Atlanta, I became very, very intentional about, okay, I'm different. People are different. How can I co-create community? How can I co-create, you know, inviting more friends into my friends, into my circle? you know, opening myself up with alignment and availability and attraction for friends, besties, and the romantic relationship I desire. All those things. And, you know, Muhammad Gandhi said, be the change, be the change you, wait, oh my God, I'm mixing up his quote with mine. Uh, Be the change, hold on, you want to see in the world. I used to have it on my wall. Uh, with the stickers. If you don't have stickers on your wall, there's such a vibe. You can definitely get them on Amazon. I have scriptures. I have three plus scriptures um, on my walls right now. Like I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So, um, and I had his quote and I always change them. Like when I move different places or just when I feel led. And one of the things I say is create the world you want to see. Be faithful, trustworthy, joyful, peaceful, free, and loving so that people want to be your friend, you know, or more. Have vision, see what's in front of you, and be present. That's just some of the things I've walked through. And at the same time, you know, again, back to the freedom, intuitiveness, discernment, and timing. Like recognizing, you know, sometimes, you know, it's it's so, like, I'm a big believer of flow. 
back to the verse that I just shared and just flow in general, like not forcing. So when you think about, when you think about a waterfall, like one of the recent affirmations that has come to me is I'm a waterfall of wealth. Like that is such a powerful statement because immediately I think about places I have visited, like waterfalls deeply speak to my soul. So I visited Niagara Falls two times. I visited countless waterfalls over my travels, like in Costa Rica, in Guatemala and other places. So that speaks to my soul like nothing else. And the visual, I am a waterfall of wealth. That means it doesn't stop flowing. Or when you think about rivers, you think about streams, the water is always flowing. Or when there is like something in the way of it, the water goes around. It continues to flow. Nothing stops the flow. And so sometimes, you know, when we meet people, you know, we have an immediate and great connection and, you know, you align and then, you know, you align again and it flows gradually. Like it flows easily like a river, right? Or sometimes when we meet people, it's like a waterfall. It's like boom, 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 boom. Like things happen, right? Sometimes it starts as a waterfall, but then it goes to a stream. And then sometimes it goes from a stream to a river to a waterfall, but it's giving yourself and others that freedom. And what I have found, you know, that the more you are in tune with that for yourself, the more you attract the people that are in tune with that and they become lifetime people like my besties, Angela or Lindsay or Silvana or others in my life, right? Because you give the people the freedom to live their life and be them and not be forced, but also share like, hey, my love language is time. So even if I'm talking on the phone with someone for an hour or walking to a park, like that speaks to my soul. And so some communities that I have aligned with in Atlanta specifically since like last, you know, probably June, July, August include communities like ATL Girl Gang, you know, ATL Rising Women. Buckhead Business Association, the Home Depot Backyard, Live Atlanta, and all those have led to me meeting incredible people and growing intentionally in the community here because I realized, I love travel, you guys, but I realized as I was traveling the world, I started to set the intention. One, I love the freedom and tuning in with yourself, but I started to set the intention. I set the intention that more and more and more, I will start to travel with my friends and besties and community in our retreats and in the future are aligned at the you know perfect aligned timing with my best friend, purpose and passion partner, with my romantic partner. Because for me, like travel speaks to my soul and that's like a non-negotiable. Like it's a non-negotiable. I cannot, like it will not be with someone that is either not traveling and or not willing to travel and or adopt different ways of integrating travel into like his life and into our lives. And at the same time, back to humility from the beginning. I am constantly seeking wisdom on this because I recognize like my parents have been married 40 plus years and I honor and respect their marriage in so many different ways. But in so many different ways, I desire different things. I desire being aligned to my partner as a best friend, as a purpose and passion partner. And I've been seeking wisdom, you know, on this with, you know, Tony Evans, with Rachel of True Feminine Academy, with The Heart of Dating, with R.C. Blakes, with Stefan Speaks. And then thinking about how I show up in circumstances or situations and then reflecting like, oh, am I different now than I was, say, in a romantic relationship that I had, you know, off and on between like 2010 through about 2016. And then things that came up for me to heal and release and let go to be free and show up as a queen in my future relationship, in my relationship, right? And then last but not least, oh, no, no, no. There's two more sections of seven steps. Financial. So this goes back to flow. So another affirmation and thing I've been speaking and feeling into my life is I'm flowing with finances because recently as I was doing some inner deep work, I recognized a pattern in my life or a self-sabotaging pattern that I used to have and a belief that was driving so many behaviors in my life. I'm fighting with finances. Like think about that for a moment. Are you flowing with your finances or are you fighting with your finances? So a great indicator is if you are constantly frustrated with your money, if you are constantly trying to force things, 
if you constantly have debt, if you constantly create chaos or confusion in your money. And when I really started to dive deep, so I've been diving deep with a lot of money work since about 2011. Um, and then again, like a lot of 2011 and then even more intentionally again in 2016, more again last year, like it's been in different ways and different things that have, that are leading me into financial flow and freedom. So is it aligned? Are your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors aligned to faith, abundance, and freedom or the opposite fear, scarcity, lack, bondage? And then so much as I've walked out so much of my journey in this work in finances, and of course this overlaps in all the other areas, have readily shown me where I used to find so much of my identity, worthiness, and value in the external and what people said, thought, or believed about me and that I accepted those things as my truths, like status, position, and all those things. And part of my money story is also, you know, for years, you know, you may or may not know, I have shifted from corporate to calling in so many ways. And I have an MBA, a CPA, I've worked in seven plus industries. So obviously a fundamental driver of my heart is growth. I love growing. I love learning. That is something that is absolutely intentional for me, you know, friends, a future romantic partner, all the things. And at the same time, it's being content and grateful and recognizing that is not my fundamental worth. I'm worthy as I am. You're worthy as you are. Because when we attach our worth to the external, it's unstable. Therefore, we become unstable, right? So for years, I helped others make six to eight figures year over year consistently. But, and I was a, you know, I was a side hustler before the term even existed. But then when I started, when I became a full-time entrepreneur in 2011, so there's no accident that I became a full-time entrepreneur in 2011, then all this stuff started coming up with my money because I realized as I had planted my worth, my value, my identity on so many external factors and the, the stepping into the faith of entrepreneurship completely shook this up. Like I believe entrepreneurship is the new faith movement. And so shifting into purpose, shifting into intentionality, shifting into how passion plus purpose plus people equals profits. And that's a free series on my freebies at fitlifecreation.com that you can dive into that I filmed in Cuba and shifting into aligned actions completely changed everything as a divine discipline diva and is continuing to change that. And at the same time, it's being mindful of the vision versus the present, forgiving yourself but creating the actions today that you want to see tomorrow as you intentionally live out a divine disciplined life to flow into finances. And this year versus last year, I absolutely see 10x results, especially January to February, but then March was completely different into the external evidence that showed up into my life. And I realized that, oh, that I had this belief in the past of I'm financially unstable versus I'm financially stable, that money is stable all the time, that money flows to me all the time. So don't idolize but recognize what is happening in your internal and external world as to what is happening in your spirit, soul, mind, and body and heart. And then in comparison, so back to again, wisdom and education, and then I'm going to share an example of literally what happened in my life yesterday. So scripture, like Deuteronomy 8.18 is one of my driving scriptures now for years that God gives us the power to create wealth. The creator gives me the power to co-create wealth. Um, the blessings of the Lord bring, bring wealth and he brings no trouble to it. So I'm very mindful also of communities or situations or circumstances or misaligned energy that can potentially bring trouble into my life and not financial flow. Because again, I recognize where I used to fight with finances and I don't want to fight with finances in any way, shape or form anymore. 
affirmations. I'm ready to receive all that is for me and feeling them. I am in the drop the money struggle program right now with Amanda Francis and going into the second round of the videos right now. I'm also in a 21 day money challenge right now with Catherine Zinkina manifestation babe. I just finished the third round and second year of B school and avidly applied with Marie Forleo and her community and team. I'm in social curator. I'm in women entrepreneurs networks. See if you haven't dived into my 75 plus tools to create what you love, I definitely recommend you do because I break them down into faith, wellness, wealth, community, and more. And so it's like with all that being said, and you can see the results, you know, compared to last year. And last year I was reading and rereading Amanda's, you know, doing all the things I just shared, you know, as far as scripture affirmations, plus reading and rereading Amanda's, uh, Francis's book and journaling. Then I've accelerated this year into those programs I mentioned and EFT. And then, so I'm already seeing more and more and more practical results of the flow. Yesterday alone blew my freaking mind, you guys, the freedom of being, being able to co-create at home with time and location freedom. Being in Atlanta, I submitted a proposal that offers different options of 1.2 to $1.8 million. That's their budget for the year. Blew my freaking brain. So I literally had a million dollar, two plus million dollar creating day, which has never happened. So no, the physical money has not shown up yet, but the evidence is there of what is coming and what I'm creating like I have never created before. I had two plus other proposals of $300,000. Then when I ended up having more than enough time to check my email, I found two plus investor opportunities, two fundraising series that I have been thinking about with my created center and retreats. I already had a live stream scheduled on a previous day and emails automated and shared on social, like blew my mind. And I had more than enough time to pour into myself in all the different ways that I'm talking about in this episode. Okay. Okay. Last but not least. So the other thing that a divinely disciplined diva or dude or human does is recognize when there are times in our lives to focus on different areas. Yes, we're living out these different areas on a daily basis or creating them or co-creating them. But for example, in 2013 through 14, I was avidly focused on the physical. Right now I'm avidly focused on the financial, which is one of the reasons why I intuitively and divinely knew last year I was coming back to Atlanta as my base. And also why I recognize in the past nine months, I've traveled one time compared to, you know, the two years before I was traveling every month to three months, if not more often. Okay. So it leads me to the last but not least area of playful. So freedom Galatians 5, 1 tells us it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not allow yourself to be burdened by a yoke of slavery. And joy was my word in 2020. So with that, I want you to think about what lights you up. For me, it's things that I love, like faith, wellness, community, and growth that I've shared all throughout. And then also adopting the belief that joy is where I am, that joy is who I am. And recent examples that I shared, like glory or sauna, or um, recently, like I this year, I started going to Soul Cycle consistently because I love the vibe. I love the community. I go to exhale midtown for restorative yoga. I attended an incredible event last week with ATL rising women, a healthy happy hour mixer. So absolutely aligned on every way and connected with Tara, the founder, one of the founders and, and, am connecting with her and creating with her later today on mutual alignments that align to my spirit and soul and community and vision and hers as well. And it's also planting for the future to create a life and business you love. Like intentionally every week I look at, okay, how am I integrating faith in my day and my week in different ways, you know, coming up. And then I also think about, you know, planting for the future. 
and thinking about things like um, I submitted already within the last several weeks for trips and projects to Aruba, to Morocco, and many other countries. So what ways are you creating play into your life every single day? So with that, remember friends, as I always say, create, transform, and inspire because you are born to. And I would love it if you would leave a review on the show and I will shout you out and tag you. Share all the things with me at Katrina Julia Fit, at Fit Life Creation, at Limitless Global Girl. And let's create it. All the things chats on faith, wellness, money, marketing, business, and travel so you create a life and business already head on over to the blog the podcast and the freebies to jumpstart your transformation if you're ready to dive into the online courses the live events or the retreat and if you want to create with our community on an even deeper level definitely check out our internships our influencer collaborations management and brand engagement Let's create it.